Welcome back, man. Boxology Podcast episode yes. nineteen. Nineteen, man. We back. We back today, man. We're back. It's been a it's been a great weekend. Great weekend. Great weekend of boxing. Great uh not a good weekend that I gotta go to work tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. wish this weekend was longer. They should extend it longer. Maybe Biden could do something about that. Yeah, weekend should be like three days now, right? Yeah, it should be automatic three days. Just start Friday. No work. But of course Biden don't don't do nothing for us. Yeah, we're not gonna uh <laughs> we not we not gonna get too political today. Uh we don't wanna get shut down. We we already say enough crazy shit. Yeah. Um you watch any fights this weekend, man? Uh, here and there. I, I definitely saw, we should just talk about Belanga first. Edgar Belanga. Okay. The monster. Um, you know, he has a record of eight, 19 and 0. 16 knockouts. They mm-hmm. call him also the chosen one. Beautiful names. The monster and the chosen one. And I feel those names. Uh, you can't. You can't inherit those names. You need to really do more to inherit those names. You need to be a monster. You yeah. need to be a monster. That's what you're saying, yeah. Um, and the chosen one, I mean, I, I don't know. <clears throat> but that, that has a lot of meaning. The chosen what? <laughs> I mean, the, the kid is a good-looking kid. He's a very good-looking kid. Mm-hmm. Looks, he, he seems very humble. I met him once uh, at one of the awards. Very nice guy. Has the bill, he's young, had a shitload of amateur fights. Um, I think he had over 100 amateur fights. Yeah, he had a lot of, yeah. And you would think with that much amateur f- experience pedi- yeah, and all these, pedigree. and now sparring with all these guys, and now you have almost 20 professional fights, right? You got 19 professional fights, and you got Andre Rosa, and now Mickey Bay, and all these other trainers helping you. Coach K. Uh, Coach K. And, and, you know, you're making this your life that you will see progress. And I have not seen progress. I'm Puerto Rican. I was born in Puerto Rico. I've, I'm a trainer. I'm promoted amateur. I matchmake in amateurs. I fought amateur, fought pro. So I know what I'm talking about. Now we're doing podcasts. And I am not impressed with this guy. And, you know, he's looking for this big bond. Okay, this big bomb. And I'm going to call it how it is. Uh, you know, not like Timothy Bradley, who two times the guy hit, uh, Belanga hit the guy, uh, Steve Rose, apparently in the in the abs, right? In the in the gut. And then on the preview, it was under the gut. Yeah, it was good. towards the, the, the groin. And then he corrected himself. But during the fight, you could hear him say, oh, he's hurt. He's really hurt. Look at that. But I didn't see Steve Rose hurt. He, he he's still moving good. He wasn't affected by it. He wasn't running. Yeah, he was right. I there. mean, they were talking about this guy was gonna run the whole fight, and he didn't run around the, no, the he, fight. He, he, he utilized that jet, pop, 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 pop. In fact, he did exactly what Bernard Hopkins did to Trinidad. Didn't throw a hard jab where he's just gonna stay there to get hit with the shot. He just threw an effective jab. And, and moving on, on the back foot. Boom, 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 boom. And he threw a few nice right hands. In fact, I think in the first round, he cut Belanga in the yeah, eye. Yeah. And then I think he busted his nose somewhere in the eighth, ninth round. Yeah. He gave a he gave a much better fight than what I thought he would have gave. Um, yeah. I, I mean... I thought Belanga would have came out a little bit more aggressive. Um, we definitely seen a, a different, uh, different fighter 
um, on Saturday. The guy he fought is 37 years old, Steve Rose. Okay, his only loss prior to this was against Triple G. Triple G knocked him out yep. in four rounds. Yep. That's the real monster. Okay, um, and he beat a number of other guys, you know, here and there. But then he fought Belanga. And I'm, I'm going to tell you, mm-hmm. I was not impressed. Belanga mm-hmm. was following him around the ring, almost playing tag. He was loading up on all his shots. Um, I didn't see the jab. He really didn't throw a good jab. It wasn't an effective jab. Um, do you think? Do you think because of? So obviously he's stepping up in competition a little bit, and it's getting a little tougher, right? To knock how tough are you fighting thirty-seven year old guys? Well, yeah, but he's a, he's an experienced guy. Like he fought he fought Triple G. Like he's 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 got more experience than the, the guys guy that Belanger fought Rose, previous to that. I'm gonna say he's a. A D minus, D plus, D plus, D, D as in. Agreed, I I agree, but it's a step up from the the fighters he fought before then, right? Yeah, a little, a little step up, just yeah. slightly, and slightly, micro. I don't I don't see him doing anything different though, you know. I don't when see you, him doing anything different. When you different. step up in competition, you know, you got to elevate as well, and I don't I don't see a change in his in his game. Like, I, I he's the same fighter to me. The only thing I loved about Belanga. Was um, his uniform was very nice, well presented, sparkly and things like that. It looks nice. Um, that's it. Honestly, I was not impressed. Yeah, I was very close to betting a knockout in this. I'm glad I didn't bet a knockout. I should have betted. I should have betted a decision. Um, I what do you What do you think it is? Like, what do you think? What do you think he's missing? I think he's missing. I don't think it's the trainer's fault. I think. It's his entertainment, you know, that these knockouts really messed him up. Uh, now he thinks he can knock out anybody, you know. But look at the quality of the people that you fought. Right. You know, and right. as you go up the chain, right, in the, in, in the division, it gets harder and harder and yeah, harder. Yeah. He fought a guy that don't have that <clears throat> pop. When you start fighting guys that are younger, hungrier, a lot more experience, has pop in their hands, Guys that can bang back. And maybe yeah. these and maybe he doesn't hit as hard as people think he hits. Right. right. That's another thing because the last three guys he fought, he didn't knock out. He went the distance. So maybe he doesn't have that punch that people think he has. His last three or last two? Last three fights. Last three? Last three fights. So he fought Steve Rose. Yep. Went the distance. First time he went uh well, second time he went ten rounds. Fight before that, he fought Marcelo Esteban Corcelles, I think that's his name, right? And the guy was ranked uh, 37 from Argentina, and it went the distance. Uh, the only loss the other guy had, uh, he, he fought another guy named Sebastian Popsichi, whatever his name is. <laughs> he lost to him. Split decision. Um, and... This guy was 31 years old, right? And then he fought, um, before that, he fought, um... Who was the guy that dropped him last fight? I, ju- I just named him. What was his name? His name was Marcelo Esteban Cosedes. I just hope he say his name right Yeah. <laughs> and then, then he fought, um, another guy, right? Uh, um, 
that lost to Bolanga, and his name is uh, Damon De- uh, Nicholson. He had a pretty good record, 25 wins, 21 knockouts, one draw, four losses. Two, two of those losses by way of knockout, but it wasn't by Bolanga. I tell you that. He got knocked out by Jesse Hart. Uh, he lost to Steve Royals, Rose, uh, ironically, right? And he got KO'd by Lee Ken Bayfield, right? A guy that has six wins, 11 losses. Hmm. Um, that just tells you right there that uh, Balanga might be a little hyped. Um, and I see it. He's Puerto Rican from New York City. He had a pretty good amateur record. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean, the amateur is to really prepare yourself to go pro, you know, to develop your skills. Maybe for three rounds. He's good for three rounds, you know? He was knocking people out. Towards you, you the think, end of- so you think he's a front runner? Yeah, I, I, think, I think he's a dud. He's not a stud. <laughs> he's not a stud. He's a dud. He's shooting blanks. He landed another shot that Timothy Bradley was practically yelling on the screen. And, and then and we looked on the replay. The guy missed the shot. It went like over the head. Now, the guy said, uh, uh, Steve Rose, in between rounds, that he's hurt from the shot. He hit him on the top of the head. Mm-hmm. But he didn't go nowhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he didn't go nowhere. And he wasn't scared of him. To get to Timothy Bradley's credit, after the fight, he, he gave some um, constructive criticism to Belanga. Yeah, he was wishy-washy all over the place. Uh, and that's what Timothy Bradley usually does. You know, I would like to see, and I'm going to say it right now, I would like to see some of these uh, cable networks or, um, you know, fight cards. When you have one guy, there's always three people, right? So you mm-hmm. have the regular guy that's that's pretty much talking about the fight, but he's not really going for no one or talking bad about no one. Kind of gives you a rundown of what's going on. Blow by blow. But blow by blow. And then you have the hater, right, which will be Timothy Bradley, yeah. that will just hate on anybody that's going against anyone from the network or that he lawyer. signed into, or right? Or Larry Merchant. You know, or Larry Merchant. Well, Larry Merchant was... Harold he, Letterman, too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, HBO was the worst boxing commentary. I actually loved it. Of all time. But we'll go to that another of, time. Of course, you. You're um, a troll. But yeah, so you said... We got the blow-by-blow blow guy, play-by-play. Play, yeah, you so I would like to it. see another guy that just speaks facts. Hmm. Listen, Timothy Bradley. And put me in there. That's and like, listen, Timothy Bradley. I'll take half of what Timothy makes uh, per fight uh, interview. And I'll say, Timothy, I'm sorry. I don't know what you're watching. This guy's just following him around, playing tag. That's kind of what Or looking for his number to go on a date. But he, he's just not looking... Like the fighter that they talk about. Mm-hmm. He, he, he might have that power, but he's not setting up nothing up. He might be a strong kid, but he's not setting anything up with that jab. Yeah. He needs a guy to teach him how to really use that jab. Very easy. Very easy because now he's in this entertainment field. He's hanging out with the terror squad. Mm-hmm. And I saw... Um, Fat Joe was uh, there. Uh, yeah, not only Fat Joe, but Shout I saw... Shout out to Fat Joe. Um, yeah, sure. Fat Joe. Remy, and then uh, Remy, Remy Ma was there. Was was she? Yeah, yeah. yeah Tapoos. I yeah. know. Actually, I know Remy Martin from Castle Hill. Back in the days, I met her through Leo, and I've gone to a boxing fight with Joy. Joy Reels was fighting in the main event, and she was there. First time I met her. Um, 
was this? Fabulous. Fabulous was there. Mm. And um, Brooklyn. Who else was there? There was uh, Fabulous. There was some other rapper. Those are the only ones I've anyway, seen. Anyway, yeah. you know, and good, right? These guys are supporting you, brings you more attention, brings you more money. But I think he's so far deep in their ass, you know, with this entertainment and want to be so unimportant that he's forgetting that he needs to put work in boxing. Now, I'm not saying he doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. But you have to follow through with whatever your coaches are doing. Maybe the coaches are not doing their job. And I'll be honest with you, there's a point in time where coaches got to be blamed. That first fight that this guy had, that went the distance, okay, it was a um, an eight-rounder. Okay. Now the next fight, he went 10 rounds and he got dropped. That's two strikes for me. The Some, third, something's got to change. At this that is point. the third strike. Yeah. And you're not putting these guys yeah, away, but you're yeah. supposed to be the monster, the yeah. chosen one, right? Some, something's got to change in your training. You're the big name now. You're the main inventor. This is not impressing me. So something has to change. Do you think it's, it's kind of like the Deontay Wilder effect? Like, you know, you start to rely on that power so much, and then all you right. got all the yes men around you. I'm going to say this. The difference between Wilder and and um Belanga. Belanga. And if he don't start fighting the way he's supposed to Belanga, there's a huge, there's a huge start, difference. First I'm gonna start all, forgetting but. his name. I'll start forgetting Belanga's name if he don't start stepping up to the plate. But Wilder goes in there every time looking for the knockout. And he gets it. Yeah. That's one thing he's going you can say kill. about him. And even when he's losing to Tyson Fury, his nemesis he still dropped him a number of times. Mm-hmm. He still has that factor. He could put anyone in there behind on the floor. His killer instinct is always there. And that's and that's what I'm and saying. And you can right? see it when he's losing. He's still looking. He's still looking he's for putting it. it. Still he's throwing. And then he so lets it hang. In Berlanga's case, right? Last last night. He's in the ninth and tenth round. I didn't see no urgency. I didn't none, see no urgency. None. I didn't see anything. You have all your fans there, all your all your people. He was flat footed. Okay. He didn't, look, he didn't look like he was urgent to do anything. Nah, he has a new trainer now, right? Does he? He has a whole bunch of new yeah. trainers. Mickey Bay. He had uh, Andre Rosa as his main guy. But still, come on. Something Ro- has Rosier. to give. Something has to give. I think he needs a strict disciplinary guy. Teddy Atlas will be perfect from New York. I'm sure Teddy Atlas will be glad to take him. And, but Teddy is a strict dude. Yeah, he's got he to follow. He don't play any yeah. games. He's not. A, he's a no nonsense type of guy. He's got guys that won world titles with, you know. You know, a proven trainer. And Teddy Alice would be a good trainer for him. But you know, you know, I what I what I seen in that fight, and exactly what we saying, when he went to his corner, I didn't hear the, the corner man telling him, "Hey, get aggressive, start setting your power shots up." Like, so I don't know if that was the strategy coming in to have him fight a different way, but. You're, you're having your fighter fight against the strength. Like, your strength is your power from, from what we've seen so far. At some point, the trainers have to have the same type of balls that the fighters yeah, have yeah, in the ring. Yeah. You can't be a yes man. I mean, if this guy gets KO'd, you lose your job. Yeah. But if they sh- if shows it shows an interest in, in, in other uh, fighters and the networks, on the broadcasters, on the fans... When the trainer's saying, hey, listen, 
you're not exactly moving the way we planned this. This is not what we planned, bro. Mm -hmm. What are you doing? Are you looking for the KO? It's not going to happen like that. We need to change. You need to adjust. Juan Miguel Marquez was one of the best at adjusting. I'm not going to say Floyd, because Floyd always pretty much dominated. But Marquez... Floyd, Floyd's the best at adjusting. But, but there was not much to adjust when he was just dominating. Nah, he, he, if, you, if you really watch, he, he had to make adjustments. Even like in the Pacquiao fight, right? Where he dominated that fight. But Pacquiao was so great that he was making moves. It's chess. It's a chess game. Yes. And Floyd yeah. makes minor adjustments throughout the fight that people don't really see most of the time. But... All right, good point. But Balanga hasn't made, no, hasn't made none, none of these none adjustments. None at all. None at all. He's you know? He gets hit with clean shots, too. Yeah. What happens when he fights a guy that hits hard? Yeah. Now, uh, not too long ago on YouTube, uh, Erickson Lubin. Lubin, yeah. Dropped him. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, he's tough. He's a... Um, he's a um, I don't know what to say. He, he, needs, he needs a change real fast. If not, his career is going to go in smoke. I know that there's a lot of talk. He met Tito Trinidad. He met all these guys. You know, he got all these celebrities. And he has talent. He has talent. I'm, so I'm not going to say wanna, he has talent. No, I don't, he does. He I has, haven't seen He it. has talent, but I think, I think well, he's got What talent? Gotta, what does he have? I think he's, he's got He's not the fastest guy. No, no, no. He's not the fastest guy. He's not the greatest guy. footwork. No, very true. And gets hit clean. A lot of fighters are like that, though. But he has, he has power, and he has boxing ability, right? But I, don't, I just feel like he's not putting everything together. Like, I don't think he has the I don't want to say he doesn't have the right trainer, but I don't know what's going on in that in that uh in that gym. But I think it might there's a number of things that could happen, right? Maybe he just doesn't listen. He does his own thing. Right. You, we don't know. We maybe, don't know. maybe, maybe I mean Arturo Gotti was a, a coach's nightmare. Yeah. You yeah. know, Buddy McGirt used to say I told this guy Jab, he's going to World War Three, you know, but that was the mentality. And a possibility is he just might not be that guy that they're saying he is. I don't see it. That, that, I do not that see it. Thing. And I'm going to bet on this. This guy is going to flop in the next five fights. He's going to flop. Sorry. We could have him on the show. He could debate with me. Any of his people could debate with me. Next I need five to fights. hear it. I'm not trying to hate on him. I'm being realistic. Okay? I do wish he could change. I would like to see a Puerto Rican fighter dominate and, and, and do... What others did. Yeah. I wasn't a Miguel Cotto fan. I didn't like Cotto because I met him a few times and he was a total douchebag. Very, very disrespectful, full of shit, cocky, everything you could say, right? Sounds was, like you. He wasn't a nice guy. <laughs> but I could say one thing about him. He's a Hall of Famer. He fought all the best fighters. Great fighter. He adapted. He changed. He adjusted. Mm -hmm. He kept getting better. He knew how to punch. He knew when to punch. He knew when to block. Mm -hmm. He moved. He could grab. He could slip. He bobbed the wheel. I mean, that guy was a total package. And the older he got, he adjusted his, his game. Total package Hall of Famer. Mm -hmm. So that just shows you that I'm not hating. I always thought he was one of the best. And, he's, and to me, he's probably in the top five greatest Puerto Rican fighters of all time. We could debate that, but we'll go that another route. I agree. But um, definitely, definitely, um, Belanga needs to change. He needs somebody that's going to um, constantly tell him, jab, jab, shoot the jab. I mean, they might have, they're going to have to do something like I do with the guys here. Uh, I have an older guy that's just doing it for fun, but wants to compete in the senior circuit, right? He's 40. One, 42 years mm -hmm. old, Mike Falls. I'm going to give him a shout-out. Comes diligently shout out here. To Mike. Yeah. Irish guy, tough guy. His only problem is that he smokes six cigars a day. 
Um, but now he's been cutting that down. And he's sparred a few times here, and he just shoots yeah. that jab, jab, jab. I sparred him before, yeah. And and they wonder, why you shoot the jab? Well, Coach World has been shooting the jab all day long. Mm-hmm. And they're going to have to do that. Yeah. This guy's not with me for years. He's not with me even six months. Listen. So in a matter of time, if this is your job, you should be watching. They should be watching videos. I don't know if these guys even, these this new generation even watch videos. Right of themselves or or of other opponents, maybe they just go by what they think or what they know or what whatever they coach. I don't, I don't say. know, but I'm gonna I'm say this: I don't know how any trainer can train a fighter and not teach them how to use their jab, teach them how to set punches up off your jab. You ain't gonna land no power shots without landing that jab first, working exactly. up your jab. I don't I don't even understand how how that's like the jab is basic one on one in any gym you go to. They're going to tell you, use the jab. Any gym, any trainer, I've seen some bad trainers. That, or, or or I'm not going to say bad trainers, just bad luck with the people that they had. Yeah. But you could hear them, jab, 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 jab. Everyone says jab. Jab is the best punch in boxing. It's the most important punch, punch in boxing. Mm-hmm. It sets up your combinations. It gives you distance, right? It gives you timing, mm-hmm. right, to, to settle down. Uh, you it could use be, it as defense. It could, you could use it for defense to buy you time to recover or to kill the clock. You know, you could faint with the jab. You could hook off the jab. You, you could do so much with the jab. The jab is so important that you could win a fight with just the, just jab. the jab. It's the most important fight. Fu- and this guy yeah. threw the jab. It's not like he didn't throw it, but he threw very little of it. And not only did he throw very little of it, it was ineffective. Mm-hmm. And while the other guy was throwing jab, 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 jabs, I just didn't see a high output in punches in this guy. He wasn't really working the body like that because he was busy walking this guy down, but following him around instead of cutting the ring. Mm-hmm. Doesn't take a brain surgeon. If this guy's going to the right, you got to cut the right. If first. he goes to the left, cut the left. Unless he doesn't believe in himself, unless unless his chin is not as, as advertised, Maybe he's not 100% involved in this game. I know he's married to a beautiful woman. I know he has all this stuff going on. He has a kid. But if this is your career, you don't have a regular 9-to-5 job like a regular dude, you got to be putting work on this. You can't just depend on your coaches. You have to want it. You got to really want it. You got to really dig it. The 9th and 10th round, he didn't show me nothing. He showed me like... You gotta Who, go. You gotta go to get it. Who's to say that other, another person had it a different way? Yeah, you gotta. He would have lost the fight. You gotta go get it. Those last, those last you two. Got, you gotta get it in. I remember Oscar De La Hoya fighting Ike Corte on TV on HBO, and I thought he was winning, but it was a very, very, very close fight, and he went out there and he swung for the fences, nonsense. And he got caught. Mm-hmm. He got dropped. He dropped the other guy, but he went out there. You know what? If I'm gonna lose, I'm gonna let it all out. Yeah. And that, sh- and that, that kind of won the fight. You know, it was a very close fight, but that kind of pushed him on top. I didn't see that urgency with this guy. Um, That's like uh, Sugar, Ray, Sugar Ray Leonard versus Hagler. Last 30 seconds every round. He he went out there. He, he tried you, to steal the round. You, you every, have to. Last 30 seconds. You have to. You got to want You got to want this. You, you can't just Yeah, I don't, I don't expect understand. the judge is going to give you the decision. He's in a rough division. You yeah, <laughs> it's it's some uh, it's some dogs in that division. Um, let's talk about another prospect though, another guy that fought on Saturday. Uh, let's talk about Jahai Tucker. Jahai Tucker, 
good guy, good uh, good kid. Uh, I love his his father. His father's come to this gym. He has yep. come to this gym. Jahai Tucker's. I think I think his last amateur fight was here was at, Boxingology. Yeah, at Boxingology. He was the number one fighter at at uh, 139, I think, in mm-hmm. the amateurs. Mm-hmm. Um, and he beat one of Boxingology's guys, um, Miguel um, Mendez, mm-hmm. um, who was I think number three in the country. And beat Jahai Tucker in one of those fights. They fought three times. That last fight was the third time. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jahai won. And Jahai went pro. And Jahai fought, you know, a number of good fighters, including, um, um, oh, man, what's this kid's name? I, I said this man, he fought Angel. Charles Gardner. Charles Gardner. And I think that was the second fight. Mm-hmm. And uh, Gardner, and he's, he's won a few fights. He's going to be in the podcast in a few months. He's 7-1. and one. Um, and, and now really pushing hard, too. But Jahai looks good. Spars here effortlessly. Mm-hmm. You know, but the kid, I think, runs 7 miles, 10 miles a day. Uh, he's in amazing shape all the time. You can see that this kid is going to become a champion. Mm-hmm. Um, anything you want to say about the fight? What you saw, what you didn't like? Jahai, you know, I, I watched him spar a few times. And, you know, watching somebody spar, you don't really... He doesn't have to show everything, you know. He don't have to bring his A game as far. So, you know, I never took him like strong guy, you know. But he gets in these fights and he's just steamrolling these dudes. Like he's walking through these guys like like it's nothing. And he got so much skills that he ain't even he hasn't even displayed on a professional level yet. Like he's he's got real boxing skills and he's just beating these guys easily, easily. So I know was he eight fights in now. He has right now, he's 7-0. 7-0, seven, seven fights. Four knockouts. Okay, he's only 19 years old. He just turned 19 years 19. old recently. Okay. Um, he doesn't have a nickname, you know. Yeah, we uh, got we got to work on that, Jahab. We got to work on his nickname. We got to work on his nickname. But he looks amazing, spectacular. He's ranked 281 in the world at super lightweight. Okay. Um, super lightweight is, in other words, welterweight. Um, very dangerous. I mean, this guy could beat anybody. Mm-hmm. That welterweight division is dangerous. And as time goes by, we're going to see this kid fight some of the top dogs. Yeah, he's on make noise. You know? I mean, he still has time, so... Um, he's only 19. He's only 19, <laughs> so you're probably going to see when he's 23 or 22, the push. By then, he'll have like 40 or 30 professional fights. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Keith Thurman is on his way out. Uh, you know, Crawford is on his way out and or on his way up. Yeah, these young guys are rising uh, up. You know, Earl Spencer's on his way up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so these guys are not going to stay at 147. Yeah, Danny few, Garcia went up. They'll probably be retired. Get retired. Too, yeah. You know, Uga's probably be there another two years. So this guy is going to become a world champion. He's a, he's amazing. He's on the path. At what yeah. he does. Um, very polite. Doesn't talk trash. Um, his father's doing a remarkable job with him. Mm-hmm. He has another brother too, uh, little Tucker, um, a Jamelli mm-hmm. Tucker, who is nasty in the amateurs as well. Um, man, I can't wait till we have him on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. We should be having them next week. Um, I talk to him regularly. Very nice guy. Good you the shirt off the back, and uh, he's five foot eleven. Which is tall um, for that for that division. Yeah, I think it's gonna grow a little bit more too. Yeah, yeah. We don't stop growing until we like twenty five anyway. So. Twenty three or twenty five? I think it's twenty five. Yeah. So he's he might he might be six feet. Yeah. Um 
Paul Williams. High volume, this guy. High volume puncher. That's what he does. Um, I'm going to create a nickname for this guy, and I'm <laughs> hopefully it sticks. But great guy. Mm-hmm. And um, I wish him always the best. And, um, you know, you'll be hearing from him soon. Absolutely. And who else for? Future champ. Uh, we had uh, Xander Zayas. Yes, uh, yes. hope I'm saying his name right. Yes. Yeah. Um, another top rank prospect. All these guys on top rank. Uh, Balanga, um, Jahai, Xander. Um, Let's give props to a guy that I always throw under the bus. Top, uh, um, top ranks, CEO, Bob Arum. Um, yeah. He's doing a phenomenal job with all these... With these young fighters, Young man. guys. Yeah. And uh, a lot of Latinos... A lot of black guys he has. I mean, mm-hmm. he has a whole crew. Mm-hmm. It's a whole prospect. He know, he's been in this business for over 40 years. This guy knows Smart. the ins and outs of boxing. Um, he he came around the same time as Don King, more or less. Mm-hmm. And he's still standing strong. Like wow. the song of uh, Elton John says, still standing. You know? Um, he's got the future of boxing on his roster right now. They'll, those yeah. All those young guys he's got. And from every weight class, he's got the future of boxing. We're watching it. Every time we watch one of those top-ranked cards. And good-looking kids. All, all of those guys might not make it. Yeah. But it's a lot of them. There's a lot of them. So some of them are going to be champions in the future. Yeah, he has a lot of these guys. Um, Xander Zayas, uh, good-looking kid too, 13-0, and 0, nine knockouts. Uh, another one that's... Uh, <laughs> He's a super welterweight, so he's a little higher. He's he's like 152, 154, yeah. right? Puerto Rico, 19 years old, okay? I won't put it past him and Jahai in the future winning belts and maybe even fighting each other. Yeah, he's a, a, he's a little fight. yeah he's a little bigger than Jahai, but I could see Same it. height, 5'10". Yeah, same height, but weight, weight-wise. Yeah. He, might, he might go to middleweight. We never know, but... From um, San Juan, Puerto Rico. He resides in Florida, on Sunrise, Florida. And um, he fought uh, Quincy Lavalas, who was twelve and one and one draw at the you time. You doing you doing good with these names today, and, man? Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But this kid, yeah, he's fought all, all, everybody. I'm looking at his on, on his opponents. Outside of maybe one guy, have had winning records: six and one, eight and one, eleven and three, eleven and one. Nine and three, nine and one, and this guy was twelve and one. So he's not fighting like he ain't fighting cream drivers. puffs no. or tomato cans. Yeah. You know, he's fighting guys with winning records. So they, he must have the goods. They're looking, uh, they're pushing him the right way. He's ranked number one in Puerto Rico, and he's ranked number sixty-five in the world. Um, and he's still young. Another guy that they're gonna. He, he has a nice smile. Jahai Tucker and the nice small, very humble guys. Mm-hmm. You can see it coming out of them. Um, and I, I also want to say, because in, eventually we're going to have here also ja, um, Josue Vargas, who is also part of Top, top rank. rank. And, you know, we'll talk more about that when he comes into the show uh, via uh, in person or uh, Zoom. But another one that has tremendous skills and yeah. all. I know he's been getting criticized and dogged about the talking trash, but you know what? At the end of the day, you have to do that to sell tickets. It's a part so of people it's, could, it's part, it's of, part boxing. of it. It's you part know, of boxing. he got caught. He got caught. You know, who's to say if he didn't get caught, he probably would have pulled out a victory. We don't know. We're just guessing, right? 
this game, you have to talk. You have to sell yourself. Mm -hmm. Like wrestling. It didn't go his way. Doesn't mean he, he's he's not going to win. Yeah, true. He's back He's back in the gym. He's training. He's going to be fighting soon. Um, very nice guy. I get along with him. I get along with his dad. Um, and, you know, excited to see new things with him. Uh, who else fought? Bruce. Um... um what was it, Carrington? Bruce Carrington, yeah. Carrington. Shushu. Shushu. Shushu Carrington. Very vicious left hook he landed. That, that, that's a knockout of the year candidate right now. The year just started, but that's going on the list. That's going on the list. Overhand right, like a shovel, like a shovel uppercut. Shovel left left uppercut. I'm looking him up right now. Um, vicious knockout. Because um, my spelling is horrendous. We're going to, uh, you know what, we should start our own... Uh, Knockout of the year, like all knockout awards. Yeah, we could like do that. We start, we start uh, compiling at the end of the year. We, 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 we vote on it. We do, a, we do a, a countdown or something. Absolutely, we we could do that. Uh, Sunday. Uh, I'm voting for that one right now. That's that's on the list already. Yeah, man. There's been. Uh, we could put dud of the year, Belanga. <laughs> We can put that one on we, there. We still got time for that. We got time for that one. I'm not trying to hate on the guy. I'm just being realistic. I need to see more. Just not impressed. I wouldn't pay a pay-per-view for that. Uh, you know, he needs to show me more. Yeah. You know? And if he don't, he's going to lose. He's going to lose. You know? So to avoid a loss, you either got to fire your team and rebuild with brand new people. The and fight? Go, and go back a little bit, maybe. Where... You're setting yourself back a little bit and get mm -hmm. easy, easy guys again, but just to develop the damn jab, you know. The fight, and cut the, the, fight ring. the fight before this one, I was a little worried. I, I thought he was, I thought he was gonna lose that fight, and I think that changed the way he fought on Saturday. And, and to be honest with you, he doesn't have the same style as Triple G, but he should watch what Triple G does, how he cuts the ring, throws the jab, and how he sets the jab. Uh, Probably Trip. one of the greatest jabs one of the, in yes. middleweight history. Yeah, top ten. I'm, we could go through I'm a willing, whole bunch. I'm willing to go. I'm willing to go this far. He has a, one of the top jabs in boxing history. Yeah, he, he's not scared to throw it. No, Triple G has an amazing jab. He's not scared to throw it. Even uh, um um the Juice Man, Canelo would admit that this guy has a tremendous jab. We not gonna do the, the Juice Man. We ain't gonna do that. This fight was Saturday, right? It was yeah, a Sunday. Saturday. Um, oh, Billy did loss. <laughs> Ever since 50 cents, I suffered that first loss with him. This guy's just been on the down, down skid of everything. Billy, Billy did. Billy did. I remember yeah. they had him on the on the boxing uh, uh, knockout kings or whatever, mm -hmm. uh, ring fight night. He was on there. That's yeah, the claim was, to fame. He was, on, uh, he, was, he was on the 50 cent, right? Him, Gamboa. Yeah, and they yeah. all lost. Yeah. So, you know, I guess 50 wasn't doing a good job. Promoting these guys. Yeah, you know. But he's better at what he does. Uh, movies, TV shows, and... Yeah. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah, shout out to 50, man. Um, who we talking about? There was a ton of fights on Saturday all over the world. Yeah, a lot of young guys, man. Um, All top rank, all top rank guys Um, on that card. He had about, about like, seven, eight fights, man. Just young prospects. Um, and there was probably more than that. Yeah, obviously the, the the ones we've seen on TV, there's fights that come on before that. 
um, where there's like two people in the crowd. Uh, fights in Africa. There was fights in Nicaragua. Mm-hmm. All over the world, there's been fights. I'm trying to find the one. Ah, uh, let's talk about your boy, uh, <laughs> Rick Flair. <laughs> Rick Flair. <laughs> your boy, uh, Cobbs. Cobbs. Oh man. Oh boy. Listen, um, I've been following him the last few weeks because he's at uh Freddie Roach's Wild Card Boxing Gym, and uh. He has a good look. I like his afro. I don't. You know. I don't um, like it. He looks like Carlito. <laughs> Carlito's way, right? Um, well, Carlito from the wrestling. From wrestling, right? from yeah. Wrestling. From <laughs> He's a lefty. So mm-hmm. you think a lot of things, you know, 15 and all, mm-hmm. right? Well, um, not no more. Not no more. <laughs> not no more. Yeah. Master um, Square Garden, okay. Matt- We're going to pause on. Rick Flair, son. Yeah, we're going to get back to him. So they had one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, eight fights. So the main event was Belanga. We know what happened there. Mm-hmm. And then uh, John Buza, right, won unanimous decision against Tony Lewis. Uh, let's talk about John Buza. John Buza is this uh, uh, soft Paul Puerto Rican from Rio, Cayo Piedras. He's ranked 44. I got to see more from him. In the world. 17 and all, seven knockouts. Um, and he's 23 years old. El Tejible, they call him. Um, another guy like Xander that fought a lot of guys with winning records. Um, he beat this guy the, the last fight who was 19 and all. And fought this guy, Tony Lewis, who was 29 and 3. So the guy, Tony Lewis. Was ranked seventy. Was ranked seventy six in the world now, um. So, you know, some good prospects there. One of the then, one of the one of the best guys that that didn't fight, um, Saturday. That's on that roster is uh Jared Anderson, a heavyweight. Yes. He's, yes. He's very talented. Xander fought third, right? Then uh, one of our coaches from Boxingology is now working. He works here when he comes, and then he goes back to Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. But uh, his boss. Is Henry LeBron, uh, LeBron, and he's fifteen and all. Yeah, he got the W too. Ten knockouts. Um, I don't know why it says suspended by New York State Athletic Commission indefinitely. Don't know what that meant. Cause he fought in New York. Um, anyway, he's a a kid that is uh twenty four years old, five foot six, a lefty. From Puerto Rico, mm. Montro, they call him. Um, a lot of lefties, man. Yeah, uh, ranked 60 in the world. He's a super featherweight, 120, uh, 130 pounds around there, 130, 132. And uh, he fought a lot of guys with winning records, too. I mean, they know how to promote these guys, they know how to promote these guys. Um, he had in the beginning, he had some guys with losses, but. As he's going up, he's That's, fighting yeah, you gotta do guys that. with 15 and 3, 11 and 7, 13 and 4, 10 and 7. Um, last fight was 21 and 5, and this guy was 23 and 4. Now he's 23 and 5. Now for the for the people listening that probably, like, why does this guy keep saying he, they fighting guys with winning records? A lot of guys coming up, you look, go, go on their box rec, their first 10 fights, they'll probably fight a guy that's 0 and 6. Two and seven, one and one and nine. Like a lot of a lot of guys were losing records. So 
when you see a guy early in his career fighting guys who have winning records, it's impressive. Yes, very much so. Um, Bruce Carrington is 2-0. and The Corm Shoe. That was the knockout the shoe, year. Shoe. Right, the knockout year right now. Yeah. I think he's from Brooklyn, New York. He's from Brooklyn. Well. Yep, Brownsville. Yeah, then you got Jai Tucker, who just won as well. Now he's 7-0. Mm-hmm. Um, Armani Alamestica won. That's 4-0. Um, I missed that one. And he is also from Orlando, Florida. Another Southpaw. These guys are from everywhere. Twenty too. years old. Okay, five and all, five knockouts. Lefty, ranked five hundred and sixty-seven in the world. He's just beginning. He's a young kid. Um, and then you had uh, Kevin Davis, three and all. Three and all. Now he's four and all with three knockouts. Kelvin Davis, yeah. Kelvin he's, Davis. He's he's a he's another one. We'll, another South Pole. Yo, we'll see we'll see a lot from him in the future for sure. Twenty five years old, another South Pole. Um and uh they're building him up nice. He's a what, do, what do you think is going on? Because you look at PVC, you look at Golden Bowl, you look at all these other other um promotions and they're not getting these young guys like like Bob Aaron. Like it's like he's just scooping up all the all the talent in the world. Well, you they know they can't they can't put on shows like this. You know what it is? It's the experience. The guy's been around for forty years. He's ha- he has experience on signing all these guys, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, Pacquiao. Look, I mean, just the Pacquiao, right? And he had I think Hagler and other guys mm-hmm. in the past. Mm-hmm. You know, the list goes on. Yeah. And you look at it and be like, wait, this guy has all this all this talent. Look what he did with all these guys. Tim you Bradley. Know? He signed. He signed Tyson Fury, you know, also. Mm-hmm. So he knows. If they sign him with him, it's because they know. They know, or, yeah. Or you look at the careers of some of these guys, and you're mm-hmm. like, wow, he did phenomenal work with them. Terrence Crawford. Terrence Crawford. Uh, Lomachenko. Lomachenko, yeah. He has a, a great list of guys. He mm-hmm. has a, um, this, I don't know if he has Usyk. No, no. I don't think uh, he has Usyk, but... Um, but he has, a, he has a great list of guys. It's been a... Uh, better be top rank. No, no, no. He's not top rank. He's not top rank. No, but he, he, but is. he is fighting on Master Square Garden. But yeah, yeah. I give a lot of credit to uh, top rank. He's yeah. doing a great job. Yeah. And you had the question, right? To answer the question, I think he clearly the name alone, top rank. Look, I've been around this business for many years. Look at Oscar De La Hoya. Look what he's doing with his Golden Boy promotion. He doesn't. Ha- he lost the top dog. He lost him. He lost Canelo. Why? Why? And he could probably go on and on. And look, you got Oscar Valdez, and you know these guys. I think Garcia's just, going too. Yeah, Garcia left. Yeah, Garcia left. Um, I mean, he has the the young girl. Um, oh man, what's he don't got nobody right now. Golden 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 Boy is not in a good spot. He's not in a good spot. Golden Boy, Golden Boy. Ever since ever since Floyd left Golden Boy, Golden Boy ain't been shit. Well, Floyd wasn't in Golden Boy. He was well, in top rank. He HBO when he was on HBO and yeah. he would they were partnering with Golden Boy a lot. Um, after after he left top rank, he was with HBO. Well, there's something going on that nobody's really even PBC. PBC has a great promotion, but they sang all the older guys. Yeah, you know. Yeah, they got and big. They got big guys. They got big guys. Older. But if you're looking at now and what's gonna happen in the future, these this guys. This guy has, I think, 70, 80 guys that are in their prime. All future champs. All future all champs. top amateurs And in I the do world. not see it in, in Golden Boy, and I do not see it in 
PVC, PVC no. and I don't see it in Ludovella and other places. Like, they're not showcasing the young guys, and he's show showcasing all the young guys, and there's got to be a reason because he knows his boxing. I don't know how he, he got knows how to promote guys. them. Yeah, and he's paying them probably more money. He probably shows them, uh, you know, he's probably uh, tutoring them somehow, some way, or his people how to manage your money, how to do the right thing. This is how mm -hmm. I'm gonna. I'm just guessing this, right? And a lot he's of probably telling them. This is how we're going to envision your career. Mm -hmm. We're going to start here, and we're going to grow here. And then if you keep doing good, we're going to keep pushing here. And, we, and he might have hookups with promotions for TV and mm -hmm. movies mm -hmm. and commercials. Mm -hmm. And this is how we're going to keep pushing you. Mm -hmm. And that's probably what he's doing. Yeah. He's showing them yeah. how you guys are going to make money and how you guys are going to be successful and how you're going to become world champions. And he has the proof is in the pudding on all the guys he's had, and he knows how to manage them yeah, yeah. And, and and push. And these young guys talk to each other like they they a lot of them are like friends. They know each other from the amateur circuit, so yeah, you know, hey, y'all, I signed with Top Rank. Like, what what you doing? I'll, I'm, I'll come over there with you. Like, so it's you know, you get one of them, and you probably get two more just off just off one of them. So like, he he's smart, man. He's targeting the young, the future of boxing right now. He's but. a he's a very very smart guy. Yeah. Um, Piece of crap, but that's how you got to be sometimes in the business, right? You got to be a, a pit bull. You got to be a pit bull. I don't, I don't like the way he handled Terrence Crawford, but that's that's no. another conversation. And, and and Pacquiao. And Pacquiao, yeah, he did Pacquiao. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I really believe that he set up Pacquiao to lose in uh, Australia against Jeff Horn. Yeah, Jeff Horn beat Pacquiao. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. Pacquiao beat Bradley. For sure. No, I if you watch it again, Jeff, it, look, Jeff Horn really fought good. He did. He was, he was roughing pa him up. Pacquiao landed more. He, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I just really, I really believe that Pacquiao won that fight. I wouldn't have been mad if Pacquiao. It was a close fight. I wouldn't have been mad if Pacquiao won, but I'm not mad that Jeff Horn won either. Well, the scorecards were all screwed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, that's a that's a that's a Manny Pacquiao. That's a theme in his career, you know. Especially that that third Marquez fight. Yeah, and that 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 first loss with with him was horrible. So I just Google notable names in the past, mm -hmm. famous guys that fought for Bob Arum. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather yep. was one. That was a big one. Yeah, that was a huge one. And of course, he was a prospect. Yep. You know, I was young Floyd, pretty boy. And he had Manny Pacquiao. So the two greatest fighters in the last twenty five years were on top rank. Were on top rank. Yeah. The greatest heavyweight in the last ten years, uh, Fury, is is, uh, is he is he officially signed the top yeah, rank? Yep. Yeah, uh, I think it's a fight by fight promotion. Whatever. Yeah. Um, the best pound for pound fighter in the world right now, and arguably the best, Terence Crawford. Terence Crawford was with him as well. One of the best fighters pound for pound in the world that was up at number one, and and fights all the top guys in Lomachenko is signed with him. Yep. Um. He had Miguel Cotto mm -hmm. for a long time. He had Eric Morales. Mm. He had James Tony, mm. who we had a podcast with him yep. two, two or three podcasts ago. Yeah. He had Aaron Barkley. Uh, but Barkley has a lot to say about The Blade, about yeah, him. yeah. Um, uh, and yeah. give him his $8 million you owe him, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> you owe him $8 million. Yeah, we, gonna, we coming to collect. Yep. Uh, he had Tommy Hearns. Yep. He had Julio Cesar Chavez. He has the he had the great Carlos Monzon. Monzon. He had Alexis Aguayo. He had Roberto Duran. He had Joe Frazier. 
amongst those people, you know. I mean, whew, the, he had a lot of guys. Yeah. Those are tough guys. Yeah, just some of the all-time great fighters. At least you named at least 10, 10, 15 of them. I think everybody you name is, is all-time great. All the guys I name are Hall of Famers. 100%. 100%. Hall of Famers. Or, or future Hall of Famer. Or future Hall of Famers. Yeah, 100%. You know, and and Bob Arum is in the Hall of Fame. He got inducted in the Hall of Fame as well. Um, you know, he had all these guys, man. He had uh, he had uh, I'll read a little. And you know, you know what's interesting too. No matter what anyone says about him, right? Like Floyd doesn't speak anything good on him. No, he fell out with Terrence Crawford. We watched the whole Pacquiao thing, and people still signed to him. People signed to him. There's something about him, right? So he got inducted into the Boxing Hall of Fame in 1999. Okay. Uh, Bob Aaron was the former Justice Department lawyer. Has been one of the sport's top promoters since he entered in the business more than four decades ago. Like I said, 40 40 years Mm -hmm. ago. His first contact with boxing became uh, in 1962 when he was assigned to secure the proceeds from the Sonny Liston versus Floyd Patterson fight. A few years after leaving government work, he entered boxing full-time. He formed top rank and has been a major force in the sport ever since. The first of, of the more than 400, 400 world championships fights he promoted was Muhammad Ali versus George Chavalo in 1966. Aaron went on to promote 27 fights headlined by Ali. That's great. How old is Bob Aaron? 111? 91 years old. He was born in 1931. Ah, damn. Uh, Sorry, allergies. Yeah, you get sick just talking about him. I do. Um, He, uh, Aaron went on to promote 27 fights headlined by Ali. 20... With Marvin ha- Marvin Hagler, well, let's put let's correct it. Marvelous Marvin Hagler, because he actually did change his name to Marvelous Marvin Hagler. A lot of people don't know that. Fourteen with George Foreman, ten with Alexis Aguayo, seven with Sugar Ray Leonard, and all of Oscar De La Hoya's bouts through two thousand and four. Mm-hmm. That's another name we, yeah, didn't, we forgot. forgot to mention. Yeah, he did him dirty you know? too. Yeah, he did. And Oscar De La Hoya gave him his gold medal. He's a sucker. He, you know, because he was like, he signed me. He's helping my career. He's, and, a, he's a sucker. That's why. And and guys, honestly, do a little TV watching when you watch when he started falling apart with Bob Aaron, right? Oscar De La Hoya fought Shane Mosley, mm-hmm. the second fight. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, anybody says the last three rounds, Mosley did one. But how about the other nine rounds? Oscar was, was smacking him with the jab and hit him and Mosley looked old, and the scorecards were trim- was hor- horrific, and that's when the fix was in. He actually started his company, Golden Boy Promotion. Mm-hmm. So I think Bob Arum, knowing that this is the end of his role, wanted to screw him over. Yep. Right. Yep. And the same way he did it to Pacquiao, and he was Which trying to, he was going to do it to Crawford. Mm-hmm. He was going to do it sure. to Crawford. Oh yeah, they would they would have gave Sean Porter that fight. Yeah. They would have gave him that fight for sure. Crawford's a smart man for um, getting him out of there. But enough from Bob Arrow. I don't want to talk about this well, guy well, yeah, well, I don't want to get his man. No he, also had, he also had Ray Boom Boom Mancini, right? 
1980, he launched Tom Pranks Boxing Series on ESPN, um, and it became one of the highest and rated regular shows during his run. He has also promoted shows through deals with such outlets as HBO, Showtime, ABC, uh, NBC, CBS, and The La Futuro. Top Rank's current roster of talent includes Pound for Pound King Manny Pacquiao and standouts Jorge Arc, Ivan Carderon, oh, this must be old. Jorge uh, Chavez, uh, Julio Cesar Chavez Jr., Joshua Clotty, uh, Juan yeah, Miguel is, Lopez, Antonio Margarita, and Kelly Pavic. In 2010, he promoted the first bout at Cowboy Stadium in Dallas that saw over 50,000 fans in attendance for Pacquiao versus Claudi. So he opened the door in Dallas as well. First bout in Cowboy Stadium. That fight was horrible. Yeah, it was. Um, it was a beating. Yeah. I, I don't even know why. Uh, well, I know why it was sold out, but um, yeah. Enough enough with the body I'm talking. Yeah, so <laughs> that's, that, that just shows you that he has... If you look at PBS, they just started, and you PBC. look at PBC, and you look at uh, Golden Promotion, well, they can't compete with yeah, Bob. He's, he's, he he's has a seasoned. resume. He's two season. Yeah. All right, so now back to this other guy, right? Bear Cops, all right? They call him the Flair. He thinks he's Ric Flair. He's 32 years old, another lefty, five foot, 11 and a half. He had a nice build. He's from Walcar Boxing Gym. He wears a nice cowboy vest, good-looking mustache. You know, he's black. I think he's black or Spanish. Nah, I, don't I don't know what the hell. But anyway, we're not claiming him. He's fifteen. <laughs> he was fifteen and all, one draw, ten knockouts. Now, want to see that draw was against Mario Esparza, right? At that time, he was four and all. Uh, now he's four and one, and two draws. And since that loss, I mean that draw, the guy lost uh, a six a six rounder decision. Um, so that's that's uh that's the only blemish on uh, Cobb, right? And until recently, until last night, yeah. And uh, he fought two guys. I mean, I'm looking at his record here. He fought a lot of winners, right? So I'm gonna go with the. Obvious. He fought a guy that was eleven and zero, went the distance. For then, for Dinad, Kerry, whatever the hell, what the, what does that say? Oh damn it! Now I went into Fanduel. Yeah, Fanduel, man. <laughs> we could we could place a bet if you want. <laughs> this guy here. Yeah, you got me with that one. I got Ferdinand, the first Ferdinand Kerry Beyang, who was eleven and zero, eleven and zero, right? Uh, nine knockouts. Now he's fourteen and two with nine knockouts. Let me see. I got pumped my gas up today. I know him. Looks like one of the guys that comes here too. Um, then he fought Robert Redman Jr. Right, they got a losing record. Then Esteban Villalobos. He ain't fought nobody. Who was eleven and zero, and now he's fifteen and one. Right. Um, I'm a criminal. Look like criminal. Yeah, most boxers are. Um, Samuel Cote Nigaye, who was twenty three and one at the time, now he's twenty three and three. Um, and the guy is now inactive. Let's talk about the guy that just knocked him out. No, and now, and now, and then we got one more guy, Brad Solomon, who was twenty nine and uh, 
or three at the time and then got stopped by Blair. Um, this guy was 38 years old. All right, he had nine knockouts. He wasn't a threat. But, I mean, I give him a little credit. He had a, he had a career. I really didn't know anything about Blair until two weeks ago, him screaming, woo, and wow, and woo, whatever. And then I started seeing, and he was in Freddie Roach's gym, and he was jump roping, and he had mm-hmm. all these cameras. And I said, who is this guy? You know? It looked like Lenny Kravitz's son. <laughs> he had a nice afro. Like I said, a nice cute mustache. He has a nice physique. He's a lefty. He's a clown. And I thought Freddie Roach was his main trainer. I mean, I saw him at the at the yeah, he was in a, at the he was fights. There. Yeah. Um. Actually, probably is his main trainer. I think so. Yeah. He was because he was him. cornering. Yeah, he was cornering. Um. And uh, he's thirty-two years old. And he's ranked forty-eight in the world. Even after that KO, he has three stars at BoxRec. Um. He got killed by. In the ninth round by Alexis Rocha, who Alexis Rocha was 18-1 and one at the time. No draws with 12 knockouts, and this was his top, 13 top knockout. Customer. And this guy now is ranked 26 in the world. He's knocking on the door. He's 5'10". He's from California. Um, and I'm going to say he's Mexican because he's from Santa Ana, California. He's another softball. I've been seeing all these softballs. A lot of softballs. A lot um, of softballs. And uh, his only loss was against Rashadi Ellis. Rashadi, yeah, yeah. Uh, who doesn't, I think fought fight, uh, Angel Cotto yeah. in the amateurs. Yeah, yeah. I think. I'm not 100% sure. We're going to have to verify that. But this guy um, had all wins. This guy has all wins until... Well, he, oh, he's undefeated. Rashadi Ellis is undefeated. Yeah. Uh, so he beat Alex Rocha the last the last time, which was in uh, 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, he beat him decision. I don't know what happened with this guy. Or in 2022, almost two, almost two years later, and he hasn't had a fight or nothing. Um, it says inactive. Don't know what happened. Yeah, who knows? Uh, who knows? Maybe he's incarcerated. Yeah, hopefully not. Hopefully he's okay. 23-0, 14 knockouts. Hopefully he won the lotto or something. And he, he he figured out he ain't got a box no more. But Alex Rocha, tough tough guy, lefty, uh, landed a nice left-hand shot he over, over, he landed a lot over of good his shots. jab. A lot of good shots. And he wobbled him. Mm-hmm. And the uh, referee stepped in at the proper time. And the funny part that I get out of it, right? You see it in the highlights that as the referee stopped and hold him, um, Blair was still doing tummy punches <laughs> to the ref. To the ref, you know that was that was funny. Um, don't know what's gonna happen in his career. I would like to hear what's gonna happen with him. I mean, um, he's a he's a flashy guy, you know. It, you know, it, it's good for boxing to to be outspoken, to trash talk, you know, to, but. You got to back it up, like, <laughs> or you're going to get criticized. Man. Well, we'll, this guy had amateur fights, too. I mean, yeah, yeah, he, he's experienced. He's experienced. Um, From Philadelphia. It's just when you, when you, when you, when you take that path, you got to, you got to know you got to win every time. Look. You got to win. Because people going to be, be on your ass. He was talking trash. What's the difference between him and Josue talking trash, right? And what's the difference between Tyson Fury and Josue Vargas and 
uh, Blair Cobb's talking shit that Tyson Fury won. If he would have lost, people would have talked garbage about him. I, I think it's a little different because this guy is more. He's you know he has a, the Ric Flair robe. He's screaming like talking trash is one thing, but did he come in with Ray Mysterio Jr. Yes, too? yes. He also came in with Ray Mysterio. Was that Ray Mysterio? Jr.? I don't know if it was the <laughs> real. I don't know if it was the real Ray Mysterio, but he came in with a dude dressed like Ray Mysterio. He was dressed like Ric Flair. So you know you you're doing a lot of extra shit, and then. You got to win. Like, people don't want to see you win when you're doing that, especially yeah. guys who take this shit serious. Like, and not to say he don't take it serious, but he's got to promote himself. And if, if he didn't do all of that, we wouldn't know who he is. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he made some money. Yeah. I'm sure he made some money. He signed with Golden Boy Promotion. What was interesting to me was the amount of fighters that had something to say after the fight. Like, prominent fighters, too. Man, you know what? It's good for entertainment value. It's good for boxing. Mm-hmm. Any anything that's 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 for boxing and you know people talking and 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 talking smack. It's good for boxing. It's not bad for boxing. You know, I would like to see him again. I would love to see Josue again. Josue is fighting yeah. soon too. Josue you know, will be back. Like obviously, this guy is pretty decent with that record. He just got caught. You know, it happens. Um, you know, I, I mean, a lot of fighters lost and got. Amir Khan lost to. Uh, uh, Bridius Priscott, right? I think in the in the first round, the first round. Did I say his name not right? Yes. Bridius Pris- Prescott. Definitely is Prescott. Yeah, his last name is Prescott for sure. First name is Bridius. Uh, I can't even remember his first name now Bri- because Bridius, you, you just said that Prescott. But hey, America had a very good career. He's gonna go into the Hall of Fame in his country. Um, it's it's just different. When Probably you, Nevada Hall of Fame, but but not in the international. No. But four great guys, great fight, yeah. tough as nails, and nobody can say anything bad about Amir Khan. You know, uh, I don't think he needed the money. I think he loves boxing, and I believe he's having a rematch. Now, he has a rematch clause with with Carl Brook again. I wouldn't fight him again. Um, oh, but if you got a rematch clause, nothing you could do about it. If they could save that, same, if they can make the same money, there might be a little less now, less luster. But the pies still make I don't, a I don't pretty think good any, payday. I don't think anybody wants to see it though. Like that's the thing. Like that, that's a fight that we waited so long for, and then to see it, and it wasn't competitive at all. Yeah. And it's like, who's gonna show? I'm. A, I wouldn't pay for that shit. Well, it shocked me because I was going for American. I, I thought don't know he had why. more. I thought he had more in the tank than than Brooke because Brooke got KO with a jab by Crawford. You you yeah. had a little bias in your pick. You like you like American. I like American, but I, I like Brooke too. I ain't yeah. gonna lie. I yeah. always like Brooke. Yeah, Brooke. I like his style. I like I like Brooke's style better than American. I like the only thing I like about American is his speed. Yeah. You know, but I like everything about, about Brooke, man. He 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 he's very uh, agile. I know he was I think in the circus. He worked in the dress circus. Yeah. Uh, yeah. before, so he's very good with acrobats. But um I, I like what he did with Triple G and with Earl Spence mm-hmm. when they were Untouchable, mm-hmm. right? And and he got caught, you know, towards the end, mm-hmm. you know. But first guy to beat Sean Porter too. And first guy to beat Sean Porter. Just it just happens to be that with Crawford, he, he, I thought he was washed up. He got caught. He didn't look too good. We gotta you know? we gotta just put respect on Terrence Crawford's name, man. You know. Yeah. He's just he's just that good. He's that good. And I think he'll beat uh Earl Spence. You do you think that goes to distance? Yeah, he's going to go the distance. Hmm. Earl Spence has yet to show that he, he can't take a shot. That's true. That's true. 
But there's a number of guys like Jerry Cooney, who I just had a had the privilege of having a podcast with him. Uh, unfortunately, you know, the guy that does the editing for us, Joe, is oh, in the hospital. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I pray he gets better. Yeah, praise up for Joe. Um, you know, if you know that 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 was a great podcast with me and Jerry Cooney, and very deep, and we had a lot of conversation. I actually had tears in my eyes at the end. He was emotional too, uh, and we talked about it yesterday on the phone. He called me and said, "You know, I, I've never had an interview like that. <laughs> that was uh, you brought things out of me that yeah, I was in here crying." Yeah, towards the end, and and. And he told me I was I I felt it. It was such a hell of a podcast, just me and him, mm-hmm. you know. And I just hope that Joe uh, had, he suffered a stroke, and we hope he has a speedy recovery. And you know, we get access to the to the film and we could post it because that that was that was an amazing podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, we were also gonna have Christy Martin's uh, wife, who used to be a fighter, Lisa, um, you know, on the show. Uh, but our she just went to Florida, and uh, the time difference and things like that, and I guess jet lag. Mm-hmm. So we're looking at maybe Wednesday, uh, you know, possibly having the podcast with her. If not, maybe with Jerry Cooney again, uh, or Jahai oh, Tucker. Jahai, yeah. So th- there's it's gonna be a nice few yeah. weeks. We're gonna we got, have we got some good guests coming up for y'all. Yeah, and guys, uh, please subscribe to our channel. It helps us. Um, like, comment, like, subscribe. Like, comment. You know, anything you want to say, positive or negative, just write it on the comment. Follow us on Instagram. Follow, follow us, us on, on TikTok. Instagram, on TikTok. Um, we're doing the best we can. We're trying to provide the best podcast we could tell you. Um, we're, we're not biased. We say it as it is. Um, he's, know, a little, he's a little biased. No, I'm not biased. Nah, we keep it, he, we keep it real on here. Not biased at all, so, but, you know... We're just excited to uh, to keep pushing boxing in New York and mm-hmm. in other places. And you guys are going to see a lot of interesting people in our podcast. Guys that people forgot about. Um, in April, we're going to have a hell of a list. Uh, Mickey Ward, we're going to have in the podcast. We're going to have Lou, Lou uh, uh, Laval mm-hmm. in the podcast. We're going to have, um, I believe, Corey Spinks. Uh, was gonna be in the podcast. Something happened. Yeah. We're gonna have Michael Spinks. Michael Spinks will be. You know his his uh his uncle on there. Um, we're gonna have. Uh, Who else is there? Gonna... It's a lot. It's a lot of fighters. Aaron Davis. Of, Aaron Davis. We Aaron Davis is gonna time. be on there. Yep. Um, yeah, we gotta, John we Scully's gonna there. be there. John Scully. I mean, we had John Scully on, on the podcast. Um, I'll show you right now. I have I have the list here. I don't think Ray Mercer. We're gonna have anymore. uh. No, Ray Mercer is coming. Okay. I believe. Corey Springs is the one that canceled. Corey Springs, yeah. yes. Um, Lamont Brewster is going to be there. Brewster. Oh, no, no. I think, I think you're right. I think Ray Mercer might not be there. You yes, yes, yes. Ray Mercer and Corey, Corey Springs couldn't yeah. make it, yeah. But Lamont Brewster is going to be there. He yep. knocked out Klitschko. Klitschko, yep. Uh, Vladimir Klitschko. And he became heavyweight champion heavyweight of the world. Champ. Yep. Um, we're going to have Michael Nunn, one of my favorite mm. fighters. I'm, I'm super excited to meet him. And to interview him, um, he did a long bit in prison. So we're going to talk about that. He also lost to James Tony. He beat yeah. a lot of great fighters. Um, Montel Griffin, who beat Tony and, and, Roy. and Roy Jones, is going to be on there. Uh, Vito Antofermo, who who had a draw with Marvin Hagler. 
is going to be on there and a Hall of Famer. Um, we're going to have Tim Witherspoon, former WBA Witherspoon. Uh, champion of the world. We're going to have um, Ivan Robinson, who beat uh, Arturo Gatti two times uh, in Fights of the Year candidate, Michael Spinks. Uh, Nate Campbell is going to be there. Um, Dennis Milton, Lou Duvall, uh Michael Lodgeway, mm. Junior Jones, um, the Iceman, John Scully. This goes on and on, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Superman Davis, uh, Ice Cole is gonna be there. Larry Barnes uh, is gonna be there. Downtown Leona Brown is gonna be there. Look, look for our last podcast. That was amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was a definitely a great show. Uh, and there might be more people there, and and um, you know, the money goes to the fighters. Tickets are forty dollars at the Radisson Hotel, April one 30th. Radisson, one Radisson Plaza. New Rochelle, New York, April 30th. Time is at 12 p.m. to 4 p.m. Um, Come support the fighters. Please support it. These guys, they have, they're going to have food. You can have autographs, uh, pictures with them. You're talking about the some of the best fighters in the world, That some of the best showmen in the world, yeah. some of the best talkers in the world. These guys are entertainers for us. You know, they, you know they're not in good places now financially. Or mentally, or emotionally, mm-hmm. or spiritually. So you know, this we need important. to support. It's, it's good. It's a good cause. Yeah. It's a good cause. And there's gonna be memorabilia to be auctioned as well. Uh, I am known. <laughs> I am known for taking all the memorabilia. Yes, yes, you um, are. I Stephen uh, Fulton uh, yep. pissed that I bought the, the Joe Frazier autograph at the uh, Ring Eight. Um, the one in the, the B B W A A awards. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wasn't happy about that. Did you um, have you ever gave him that picture? You still got no, it? I still have the picture. He has to come here and buy it and be on the podcast. And we talked a few times since then. Pull up, he's just pull been up, a little man. busy, but pull up. We got know, we got sparring for yeah. you. We get, we got we got the picture. Pull up, man. Yeah, man. We'll get Philly, you Philly, Philly ain't that far. Yeah, well, it's not that far. <laughs> it's not that far, my friend. And we'll even have Sousa fit. Maybe bring you some food. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But anyway, guys, wonderful podcast. Yes, sir. And uh, you'll see us soon again. And take care and God bless.